Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 42 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Soel, and joining me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally-knows-never-to-ride-a-monster uh, without a seatbelt wife, Anna! <laughs> That's always the second part. That's always my favorite. Oh, yeah. The first part is my favorite. The first part is your favorite. The second part is what catches you off guard. Yes. <laughs> All right. In this podcast, we will be talking about the episode, Mutagen Monster. And it's... A- Surprising! I'm. So, I was surprised at how many people actually remembered this episode because I did not remember this episode. It looks like an episode that uh, is not memorable much. Right. This is like definitely like you know, it's definitely one of those. Hey, we have 47 episodes to air this season, and they're like, oh, we need, we need something. We need to put something in there, and this is like this is one of those plots of like we put something in there. <sighs> yeah, like. But, uh, but we got a, we got a lot of people like writing down stuff about this episode that surprised me. But you know, the there is a big thing that's happening this weekend, and do you know what that big thing is? This weekend? Yeah, this weekend. Do you have a president? <laughs> we we've always had a president since uh, seventeen seventy six, I believe. I mean, there's no point in American history where we didn't have a president. No. Uh, this weekend is the Super Bowl. Huh. Super Bowl 55. Oh, yay! <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, the, the two worst people to be talking about sports are going to be talking about sports right now. Uh, like, no, uh, no uh, Super Bowl uh, is always a big thing. Um, obviously, we do something about the Super Bowl because my dad loves the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, like, if it wasn't for my dad, I think we would skip it, to be honest. There was a year we weren't even in the country when the Super Bowl came out. That's how much, like, we don't care about the Super Bowl. Yes. All I know about Super Bowl is Cheetos and... Right, Cheetos and... uh, Chips. And and chips. uh, All the commercials. That's what a lot of people know about is the commercials. And, like, uh, I don't know if I ever told you this, but, like, those commercials... They're worth, like, I think now it's, like, $5 million or something like that. That's why they make them so extravagant. Like, uh, like Super Bowl is, like, always, like, the biggest uh, ratings draw of the year, which is funny because the year technically starts when the Super Bowl comes on. Mm-hmm. But, like, but, yeah, that, that's always, like, you know, everyone sits around, they, they, they watch the Super Bowl, uh... You know, for us, because we live in Atlanta, actually, it was your first uh, Super Bowl, I, I believe. No, no, it wasn't your first. Oh, uh, no. It was the first one in this house. Now I remember now. But if you remember, there was a Super Bowl where uh, the Atlanta Falcons were actually in it. And it looked like the Atlanta Falcons were actually going to win, too. And then, like, you know, we embarrassed ourselves because that's what Atlanta does. <laughs> Atlanta loves to embarrass themselves. Honestly, for me... Like, the, the Super Bowl is not that big of a deal for me in football season. 
I'll tell you what is the big deal about me and football season. I think you know what it is. It's the Falcons going against the Saints. <laughs> Your friend? My friend, yes. <laughs> my friend, uh, my my friend Pirate Steven. All right, so. So this year is the, the these two teams will have. No, no, that the like no because they both lost. They, uh-huh. um, uh, they they both lost, but we always bet each other on like the Falcon and Saints games because e- all right, so the Falcons and Saints they're they're rivals and they're also in the same division. So the because they're in the same division, they get to play they get to play each other like twice a season, and so. Uh, Every year, I for some reason, oh uh, well, I, I shouldn't say every year. We only did two years, but for the past two years, uh, Stephen and I we like made start like making these stupid bets, and whoever loses the bet has to make an embarrassing video, uh, like and that's just the that's just the way we do and everything, and this year. Uh, this year what it was, was that whoever lost has to win, has to sing the Losers theme song. <laughs> and so that meant if Steven, if the Saints lost, that meant that Steven had to like go and make a video where he sings the Ninja Turtles thing. Because there's, I was going to make sure he sings the Ninja Turtles thing. I mean, <laughs> on brand. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Stephen he hosts a Ducktales podcast, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, and so I'm here preparing. Uh, if the Falcons lose, I was gonna have to sing something for Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I didn't tell him was I was going to sing the Glomgold version of the Ducktales theme. Like I, I was gonna do that because like because as soon as I made this bet and I'm the stupid one who made this bet by the way the Falcons suck the Falcons did awful this year we had to get a new coach uh, because how bad the Falcons did this, this season <laughs> uh, but like as soon as the as soon as the Falcons like were going to lose like I already had myself I was like all right I'm gonna sing the Glomgold the Glomgold uh, version of the theme song because it's it's hilarious and that's his like favorite character from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, well, during the game, no, the game was actually a very nail-biting game, and <laughs> there was a minute I was, I really thought, like, okay, the Falcons actually might win? Like, there was, like, that thing, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, and it came down to the very last second. <laughs> if, if the Falcons actually caught the pass in the very last second, they would have won that game, and we would have had Steven singing a Ninja Turtles theme song uh, for us, and it would have been a great Christmas present. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, it didn't happen. No, no, unfortunately that unfortunately that didn't happen. And then, and so before before I could even tell him like, all right, um, all right, I'm gonna make him a video. He already posted like, no, I want you to sing the sing the Glomgold version. I was like, oh man, that could, well that ruined my surprise. He already was expecting. That, <laughs> but if you guys, I posted it on my personal Twitter. It was it was really funny. Uh, like you know, and Anna was even like in the video making the 
Uh, the, 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 uh, no, you just made Dewey dance, now I remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was just Dewey. The other two was just kind of sitting there, like, staring at me. I was just Dewey dance. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. And I had to, like, oh, gosh. Like, okay, here's the thing. If you guys saw the video, you, you see that, like, I'm, like, reading off the, off the lyrics. I swear, like, the, there's something wrong with my brain in the camera when it comes to singing because i had the song memorized i like sing it in the car for like a week straight i mean i'm pretty sure our son can sing the song right now because he was in the car lower the whole time and and then it came time and i'm like all right time to record the video and then i forgot the lyrics i was like oh man what is this so i had to like pull out my tablet and i go and i get the lyrics and then like I'm still, like, because, like, the way they wrote the lyrics is, like, because the way he, because they want to inflict, like, influx on his accent, and it was, like, it was like, so, instead of, like, um, uh, can I, it was, like, can he, or something like that, it was, like, really, it's written weird, weird, uh-huh. and so, like, I'm, like, stumbling on these words, I'm like, and I really was, like, curse you, Glogol! <laughs> But again, a very funny video. Uh, if you guys are into football and uh, if you guys are cheering for either this year, it's the Buccaneers against the... Oh, man, I already forgot who the Buccaneers are against now. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So if you're a Buccaneers fan, let us know. If you're a Chiefs fan, let us know. If you're a Chiefs fan because you don't want to see Tom Brady win again, let us know. Uh, as a Falcons fan, I don't want to see Tom Brady uh, win again. Uh, well, yeah, that's, uh, you know, enough of this sports news. Let's get into, like, news that we really want to talk about. Yes. All right, let's do this. Just to let you guys know, um, news-wise, there really wasn't much this week. I know, exactly. So it's not going to take too long. But, yeah, there, there, there wasn't... Unfortunately, no new announcements, no new... At least uh, we know that our wallet won't be like... <laughs> yes, exactly. Th- that's the good news. So thin. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. It's, it's not like the the Thunder Tank, the $450 uh, Thunder Tank that's coming out, that Super 7, which the Thunder Tank looks awesome, all right? I, I mean, you know, not Ninja Turtle related, but the Thunder Tank looks completely awesome, and I used to collect Thundercats kind of stuff, uh, but... I kind of like after after a while I kind of like stopped and but at first I really was like oh you know I kind of want to get back into Thundercats and I mean but like the, the Super Seven figures are awesome I just really don't have the wallet for it and but like I'm just saying this right now if Super Seven makes a Technodrome. Uh, a Technodrome that's like close to a thousand dollars because I want that Technodrome to be huge. I will buy it first day. <laughs> like I, I'm just saying. All right, let's actually get into like some uh, Ninja Turtle stuff. So the first thing I actually want to talk about is uh, Sophie Campbell tweeted this uh, today at two seventeen. Two seventeen. So uh, she tweeted this. On February 2nd, uh, 2021, at 2.17, and she writes, Looks like I'll be stick around, sticking around on TMNT for a bit. 
You know, you know who uh, Sophie Campbell is, right? Yes. Yeah. The comic artist. Yeah, the comic artist. Yeah, she's been kind of like being um, a head writer uh, for the IDW series, and I believe like she was only supposed to be it for like uh, a couple of years because she started. Uh, she started being the head writers after like issue one hundred. Uh-huh. And so it looks like that she'll be there. She'll be head writer for a little longer. Oh, so, cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, like, uh, wondering where uh the wondering where the, where the series uh is gonna go uh from here. Uh, I know I mentioned before. Like I I am uh caught up. I just uh like right now uh like I love like. How we're getting to know the turtles and how they're interacting uh, with everything, uh, but it's right now for me the story has been kind of slow. So I'm hoping like hopefully soon we'll start picking up the pace a little bit more because I understand we kind of need some breather room. But uh, you know, it it oh I'm good. I'm breathing now. We 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 can start getting back into the action. Uh, that's but yeah, that's uh pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's the only thing that she really had to say about that was, uh, so, uh, nothing else. We don't know how, for how many issues. We don't know if it's like for another year or for another like two months. Uh, but it's good. I, I am actually really happy to see, and I know you're happy to see it because you love her covers. Yes. Yeah, she she made we a. Just, we just know good things are coming. Yes, yes, we know good things are coming, and there's actually a cover that uh, she did that you really liked, where all the turtles were like in their rooms. Remember I showed you the comic? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, that that that's a cute cover. Alright. So uh so the major so the big part uh we're gonna talk about uh this week is we're gonna be talking about the IDW uh mutanimals. Oh, uh, I remember this image. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh alright, so your friend is over there. Yes, I actually positioned it just to make sure that my friend was there. Pete At first, Pete. yeah, Pigeon Pete, yeah. At first, uh, I had him, like, cut off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then I was like, no, 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 let, let's, let's put him there. Just for you. <laughs> Alright, so, now here's the deal. IDW has not announced anything new about the Mutanimals uh, expansion set that's coming out. So, we still don't have a release date. We don't, have, we don't really have... Uh, anything new? The last thing we we talked about, if you remember, we talked about uh, Herman, the the crab that's over here. Oh. Yeah, uh, we talked about him now, but we do actually have uh, some things. We have some uh, figures that were leaked online. Oh. Yeah. So uh, before I get into it, uh, I just want to put some things out there. I know I mentioned before that I have been uh, play testing uh, this uh, expansion set. So, um, everything I'm going to talk about, I, I, there's no, nothing I can confirm or deny, uh, uh about the leaks. Like, so I'm, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, this definitely happened or like, well, well everything in here are figure leaks. So they're, they're, they're characters. So, uh, and I'm not going to confirm or deny if I've seen these characters. I'm not going to say I've seen them. I'm not going to say I haven't seen them. Uh, like, I'm just going... Why, you want to just torture us? Yeah, I'm just going to torture you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, I mean, uh, for respect for IDW Games, like, I am going to report on the leaks, because they have been leaked, it have, has been out there, 
And Joe Smith uh, came on and said, evening, what's going on, Joe Smith? But uh, I have seen, uh, like, I, I've seen the leaks, and I actually talked to the group, and they actually told me specifically to, like, it's okay for me to address it. And so um, I, like, because, like, that was, like, also my big concern, too. But uh, let's go ahead and get about the leaks. All right, so... How they how let's talk about how these things how these uh figures got leaked. Uh, there was a user on Instagram, and unfortunately, I did not get the use the username of the Instagram person, and he has since deleted these posts. Uh -huh. He posted these images and said, Hey, look at some things I've been working for for with IDW games. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. And so he was one of the team members, yeah. Well, I think he was like a I think he was an outside contract artist uh -huh. who made the figures, and then he just wanted to show off what he had, not knowing that it would, nothing has been revealed. Uh, -huh. uh So, and now, like I said, this could be real, this could be not, but uh, the re one of the reasons why we kind of figure that this that these leaks are real is because. We've seen these two figures before. This is Herman and Mondo Gecko. Uh -huh. So, uh, IDW has revealed these actual images uh, before. Uh, and we know that these two characters are coming. I think, I think out of all the characters, I think these are the two that they actually revealed that are coming. Uh, you, you remember us talking about Herman. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, we, I know I showed you Mondo Gecko, but that was before we started doing these YouTube ones. Uh -huh. So, um, that's uh, those two. So, all right, let's get to the real, like, so, like I said, th these are technically still leaked images because they weren't released by IDW, but let's get into, like, the actual leaks. So, we're going to talk about these two characters. Right here. Oh wow! So these two characters have not been announced of uh, for the set. Uh, we are looking at Ground Chuck and Dirtbag. But they uh, look awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both will look really cool. Like, and so I'm really hoping that this is real. So because like these are really cool figures, <laughs> they look really awesome. Also, the characters. Now, here's the deal. Both Groundchuck and uh, Dirtbag are actually not in the IDW comics. The, they, these guys, uh, they came from the classic Playmate figures. They were also in the original series. So, like, we'll get to these guys, like, in Season 5, actually. They were in the... I remember they were in the Planet of the Turtleoids uh, episode, which I remember that's Season 5. Uh -huh. So, they are in that special uh, episode... Uh, so that's actually really cool because like we haven't seen these two characters like they have not appeared in the 2012 series uh, uh, They have not appeared in uh, rise of the Ninja Turtles like these are like two Really forgotten like characters. Yeah, uh, and like right so now I'm just Imagine them with colors how right right they look like. right right how cool that yes exactly no no 100% yes It'd be really cool that like uh, uh, like, uh, that, that, that's, that, that's really exciting, and, like I said, uh, I mean, if, if this is, like, uh, the only thing is, like, you know, they're not part of the Mutanimals in the comics, they have not appeared in IDW comics, 
But if they do add them as like a bonus or like a, uh, I think this is gonna. I I, I keep hearing like it's gonna either be Kickstarter or it's gonna be pre-order. But if these characters come as like a like just as a bonus to get like people to buy it, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And those are not the only two characters that this leak actually revealed. We got two more characters, and the, and these two characters are gonna make people really excited. Uh, do you recognize the, these two characters? Uh, one of them is Slash. Uh, Toka. Toka. Alright, this is Toka and Razar. Uh-huh. From the, they originated from the second Ninja Turtles movie. Oh. Yeah, so, now here's the thing. Um, these two characters just recently appeared in the IDW comics. But I don't believe they look like this. They, they had a much different look. Uh-huh. Uh, to them, uh, the these uh, uh these leaked um images is took on Razar and they look more like from the from the Ninja Turtles two movie. But the these two look really cool. Yes. And do. like you know, uh, I am really hoping that these two will be in the game. <laughs> uh, again, these two characters were not in that Mutanimals uh like comic. Uh, they, um, from IDW, um, and so this, I'm hoping, like, if this is real, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm really hoping this is real, but, I mean, if it, if it's real, like, I'm really hoping that, that, uh, that we can get, like, like, a whole, like, it'll probably be, like, a pre-order bonus or Kickstarter thing or whatever, or it comes, like, if everyone gets, like, the Mutanimal set, they get these characters, but, uh, and, like, I'm also, I'm kind of hoping, like, as a person who plays this game, the, the Adventures uh, system uh, game from uh, IDW Games, I'm hoping there's a way we can actually play as Toko and Razar. Like, uh, that, that would actually be really cool. Yes. Right. Uh, but but oh. uh, if they're real, they're those tiny figures. Yes, yes, yes. If they're real, they're going to be tiny. Yeah, so if you're looking at this, uh, like, right now on YouTube, and you've seen, like, all these, like, details and everything, and you're thinking... Like, it's a statue. It's not a statue. It's going to be a miniature figure. Uh, so, like, you know, and like, I mean, already I'm, like, I'm already seeing, like, a nightmare for you to try to paint all these, like, kind of crevices uh, <laughs> um, over here. But I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you'll do a good job. Yeah, I just I just don't know if when they, like, make these things uh, in very tiny size, do they... All these details. Right, that. right, right. Exactly. Yeah, that that's a good question too. I, I didn't think about it until you mentioned about it. Like, like I'm wondering if like he, when the person who designed them did it in a lar- larger scale to put in all these details, and then when it shrinks, if like if we're still gonna have these details, or if some of it's gonna get lost. Yeah, I. Think I mean, because get lost. I think I think you're right. To be honest, now I'm thinking about it because, you know, to make the game cost effective, you can't. Like, you can't have, like, these miniatures have, like, too much detail or else that's gonna, like, that's so much, uh, things to work on for, like, the plastic and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, and to be honest, like, when you mass produce, uh, uh, figures like, figures like these with, with details, you have, like, more chances of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually a really good question. Like, if these are real, if we're gonna get those details or not, uh, but... 
I'm, to be honest, I'm hoping they're real, especially that Datoka. Datoka looked really cool. <laughs> like, with the spikes and everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but but the, uh, all four of the ones that got leaked looked really cool. As I said, these are leaked, so these are not these are not guaranteed. And I mean, and honestly, it could be because that these got leaked that they like uh, maybe something didn't get finalized or something like that, and maybe like it ends up being on the cutting room floor. <laughs> but uh, they, um, but like I said, like that, uh, um, that artist uh, leaked it on his Instagram. He really shouldn't have, uh, and. Uh, I, me personally, I was debating whether to share them or not, and uh, like I said, the people in the group actually actually said, "No, go ahead and share them." Uh, and, and like, oh. so, uh, and uh, and th that's why, um, uh, that's why I'm not sharing over here. Uh, but they look uh, pretty cool, and that's pretty much all we have for this week because, uh, yeah, this week we didn't really get announcements, we didn't get like confirmation. I think. I think, I don't know, I think everyone's just getting ready for the Super Bowl, because <laughs> this is the week of the Super Bowl. Uh, now, alright. Do you have any, uh, like, uh, art of Ninja Tetas, uh, like, related to Super Bowl? Oh, uh, I got an action figure of Leonardo that throws a football. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I'll show you, he's upstairs, he's still in the cart. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, you know, something I want to bring up about the Super Bowl. Alright, so, a few weeks ago... When uh, the the playoff the wild card playoff game was on CBS, not only did it air on CBS, uh, Nickelodeon, which is also owned by CD CBS, uh -huh. uh, also aired the football game, and they they put like their own like overlays on it. Like anytime like the people the people like scored a touchdown, they had like slime coming out of the uh, out of the end zone and. The coolest part, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because the coolest part was they actually had, uh, like, cutout stands in the audience, and they had all four turtles. It was all from the Rise of the Ninja Turtles, but all four turtles were there. And I'm sure my son would have been really happy because uh, the Rise of uh, Ninja Tur Rise of Leonardo, he was sitting right next to Baby Shark. Because, you know, Nickelodeon also owns Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yeah. The reason I am mentioning all this is because this year, if you guys don't know how the Super Bowl works, is that the Super Bowl uh, switches station every every year because Super Bowl is like the one of the most watched thing. And that's the only way that the four big networks um, were able to compromise for the Super Bowl was... One year it goes to ABC, one year it goes to Fox, one year it goes to NBC. Uh -huh. uh, this year it's actually going to CBS. Uh -huh. And unfortunately, I mean, like, uh, at first I was excited. I was like, oh, it's going to CBS. Maybe we can get Super Bowl also on Nickelodeon again. And unfortunately, no, I don't see it. I don't <laughs> think it's coming on Nickelodeon. I'm just saying, <laughs> Nickelodeon, you did this awesome thing. For football, and especially for some of us who don't really follow football that much, you guys explained it really good for us who don't follow football, and it was, like, really fun and entertaining, and you guys have the rights for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and just give us some fun advertising. I know, exactly. Just just, just give us, 
give us like turtles back in the uh the the field again and like that because that was cool that was just, like one of the best parts that, that i think that was the best part about the season was nickelodeon airing football on his channel and they had a chance to they have a chance to air their air the Super Bowl because it is owned by because Viacom owns CBS and Nickelodeon so they have the rights to stream it they're to air it <laughs> as I, I don't know uh, like I'm I'm just I'm just disappointed in you and it's funny too because um you, you know I'm big I'm big into soccer I'm not big into football yes all my friends were telling me he's like man I wish uh I wish Nickelodeon would do soccer so that way I can understand what because like they know I know what what goes on in soccer and they also have to ask me okay what is this why is this good why is this good They're like, well, I think Nickelodeon should get soccer. Alrighty and just a reminder if you guys want to hear the news live and see some images while we're talking about stuff because if you're listening to audio podcasts and you're like why do these guys keep referring to images uh is we actually show images in uh live every tuesday night at 7 30 as we broadcast it on youtube and we love it when you guys like talk to us it's always fun when that happens yes yes it's very fun when we have people yeah 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 it's so much fun uh, when we have people uh but you know what let's start getting into the episode are uh, you ready yes all right This week, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 24, Mutagen Monster. This originally aired on October 26, 1989. It was directed by Phil Wolf and written by Michael and Mark Edens. Old Man Winters was disappointed that the title wasn't Mutagen Monster instead. It was? No, he was disappointed, it wasn't. Because, like, you know, because even Mikey says it in the episode, like, you know, uh, like, you know, to have that whole cow pun in there. But, uh, that, that didn't happen. That's correct. Yes, exactly. So, um, honey, you want to give us a summary? <laughs> the So, the episode uh, starts with the train station, and we see that the um bebop and rocksteady in the um, train station they're trying to change the rail and the two trains are coming from the opposite side and uh so they're fighting so um they they, they don't change the rail on time so the uh, the trains hit uh, uh like there was uh, there's like an accident that they hit each other and then um uh, um some chemical stuff comes out of the the wagons and um we later on uh, we notice from the donatello and that they're like mutagent uh, liquid yeah 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 mutagen mutagen liquid um so uh vernon uh and uh, from the other side vernon and april they are uh um they're discussing that who has to do their report. Uh, so Vernon um, says that uh, he's going to do their report because he's a better uh, reporter. Um, and then uh, the turtles uh, tell April that um, those uh, liquid is uh, mutagent and uh, it's dangerous and can change Vernon to like a monster kind of thing. So Vernon is over there, and there's some like buffalo. 
What the? Yeah, buffalo, bulls, cows, like, what, what, like you know, definitely, like, that, that kind of animal. Like, I mean, they're really kind of loose. I, I, I felt like there was more bulls and cows than it was buffalo, but you could, like, I don't think, actually, now thinking about it, buffaloes have, like, a kind of a uh, bushy kind of, like, beard kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, it was more, like, uh, cows and bulls. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not good in knowing you, you, animals. You don't know American animals. Yes. Because they don't have the... They don't... They have cows in Iran and bulls in Iran, but you, they don't have buffalo. No. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And we don't have buffalo sauce either. I know you don't have buffalo sauce. It's not, and buffalo sauce is not made out of buffaloes. Oh my god, buffalo sauce is the best. <laughs> I'm just sorry for all the Mediterranean that they don't have the buffalo oh. sauce. Yeah. So, um, I mean... The, they actually like um, bring it, but it's very expensive, and they don't know it much. Right. Um. So uh, um, the the ball I have to call them balls. Yeah, yeah, you can call them balls. So the there are some balls over there, and one of them like uh, drink the liquid, uh, and um, suddenly get shiny and change to like a, a monster which has so many horns mm-hmm. on his body, and it's so huge. And um, uh, it's about to attack the um, Vernon. Uh, so Vernon goes unconscious because of, he, he gets scared. And then uh, the turtles comes and they uh, uh, move a red uh, fabric. And and then uh, the rest is uh, the monster go- going after everyone. Do you want to help? Uh, you know, that, like, you know, the, the monster going after everyone and that's... You know, it's pretty much it. Like you know, and then the turtles win. Like yes, that's yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. Much it. yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that that's pretty much it. Like you know, we 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 need a summary of the episode. We don't we we didn't need we don't need you to keep telling us like everything that's happening. Yes. Because we're gonna do that now. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but yeah, um, uh, something that uh Sean from Team and T Nerds uh wrote. He said really loose. Uh, with mutagen capabilities in this one, great episode. Uh, so, um, so he 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 enjoyed that he enjoyed that a lot. Uh, something else I want to note about this uh, episode. Did you notice? Uh, did you notice whose voice changed in this episode? Mm, Raphael. That was uh, Donatello. Don- Don- Donatello's Donatello's uh, voiced by uh, Greg Bird, uh, and this is like we we've heard Greg Bird done uh, Donatello, which is okay. So it's funny. Greg Bird only does Donatello's voice in six episodes, and but it feels like it's a lot more. I, I really feel like like half this podcast we've been <laughs> ringing up his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be honest, like Donatello in this. Cartoon series is has one of the most important roles. Right, right. At um at Larry the Last Ronin, he wrote, "Oh man, crazy Donatello voice episode." But yeah, like um, but yeah, it it was just something a lot of people like commented uh, for us. It was like, "Oh, his voice is different." And it's like, "Yep, his voice is different. It's definitely different." Actually, I have to, I have to work on myself to. Pay more attention to voice. <laughs> we only got a few more instances of him voicing Donatello, so we'll, we'll 
We'll see if you uh, recognize it next time. So, actually, like, you know, because at the... Oh, uh, at the beginning, um, you know, um, uh, we have the trains. Yeah. Uh, and everything. And when we get into Rocksteady and Bebop, the first person who talks is actually, like, I mean, other than Shredder, but uh, when we get into their train station, the first person who talks is actually Bebop. Uh-huh. And immediately, once we start hearing Bebop's voice, I was like, oh, that's Greg Bird. Because he also, because, uh, he, uh, uh, Barry Gordon also does the voice of Bebop, and it, I mean, and I've also said I, I said this before. Uh, his Bebop is much better than his Donatello, but still, I can tell a difference between uh, the voices. Uh-huh. Right, it's just like Donatello is like much more noticeable. Roxanne and Bebop, they're fighting over the switch, like you know, two kids wanting to push a button, like you know, <laughs> like I mean. I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. I know we I know we only have one child. He's not old enough to scan stuff like in the self checkout. But I promise you, because I've seen it so many times, uh, at the store, um, there's gonna be a point where we go to self checkout, and if we have more than one child, they're gonna be fighting on who puts the scan who puts the stuff on the scanner. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I I'm sure you fought with your sister before, like you know who. Who gets to open the door or something like that? <laughs> I think we are we were more fighting in the car. Who sits where? Um, I, I can I can see that too. Uh, that 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 always happens. Uh, but yeah, they're fighting over the switch, and because of them fighting over the switch, the uh, Rocksteady actually breaks the lever, and the tracks are actually set to both the trains, and we see both trains collide to each other and crash and at this point i was like okay yes i was i was scared like does it have any like yeah are there people in there? yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I don't th- it's not a passenger train because it's carrying like chemicals but the but someone driver. has to be driving yes exactly and i was like wait did, did just ninja turtles just kill, kill people yeah did, like, people die in this series and, like, they just, like, no one cared? Hopefully it was a robot. Hopefully. Ho- uh, ho- hopefully it was a robot. Hopefully it was just, like, an automated train. I don't, like, I don't I don't know how trains work these days. Um, but hopefully that that's how it works. Uh, something uh, Michael Atkins actually uh, wrote was, uh, Mugen seems way too easy to make. It was two ingredients. Because we find out when the chains collide with each other, one had one chemical, the, one, the other one had one another chemical, and those two chemicals made the mutagen. But it was kind of stupid that uh, suddenly the train, like, uh, after the chemicals on the floor, then the Teletos see the, um, the news and they say, oh, you know what is that? Like, it's... How did you, like, even come up with this idea? Right, right, right. Okay, so, you know, you would think... You would think, like, you know, Crank's from Dimension X. He's the one who made the the mutagen. Uh, you would think this is, like, an alien thing. Yes, a special kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now we reveal in this episode, which I would not be surprised in a future episode. I mean, because I can't think of, every, I can't think of like, all the episodes, like, uh, offhand for, in the future. But I won't be surprised in a future episode... If they do go into the origins of the mutagen again, it, it gets contradicted. 
Oh, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, I could see this, I could see, like, they needed it now, but, like, to me, it seems impossible that two Earth chemicals combined with each other um, made this mutagen that, like, mutates... Um, anything. It mutates anything. And the only people who knew about this are... Uh, are from Dimension X and the leader of the Foot Clan. Like, <laughs> you know, if, like, some of these m- gang mob me- members, like, knew about this stuff, I'm sure they would be like, oh, hey, I can go make myself an army of mutant, uh, rhino men and warthogs. But, yeah, so, uh, I, 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 whatever's I agree, like, you know, it's like, the... The mutagen origins, uh, this one just seems too far-fetched. I can't, like, this just is just, I understand they wanted to have it a way that it spilled onto the earth, but I don't think it should have been, being it two earth chemicals that combines with each other, and one is, it's funny because if you notice one was blue, one was uh, yellow, and like that's because it made green. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, like, um, I, I, like, you know, I, I, I it, it was obviously, their, the writers were trying to find a way to, to do it, and they just decided to do the whole Reese's Origins, uh, thing of, like, oh, you put peanut butter, um, on my chocolate, oh, you put chocolate on my peanut butter, like, kind of thing. <laughs> like... That's just, like, where I felt like they're just... They just, like... They just want something quick and easy at the beginning, and they're just like, all right, turn on. Two, two trains crash into each other, and and a pool of mutagen um, is now on the ground. All right, uh, next scene. Yes. And but, what, uh, but something that I really liked about this episode was um, the backgrounds and the effort that they put to... Uh, the shots are, like, very nice. Yes, I would agree. Yes, yes. The shots are really nice. The shots and, like, the animation, like, everything in this episode is actually really good. Yes. I mean, it just it just stinks that it got, it, it's uh, played with a very weak script. Yes. Even like, when, like, you pause the animation, like, some some parts, like, like Shredder is, like, a sneaky looking and right. everything. Each of them look like a... There, like, yeah, no, I, de- I definitely agree. I definitely agree because, like, we have like too many, we have like too many good episodes where the animation isn't up there, yes. And this is like one of those, like, like, like I said, this is like a forgetful episode. Of, uh, I've I completely forgot about this episode. It's such a like, this is like such like a like you know, like just a filler episode of like, oh, we just need put something in. Uh, for uh, so we can get to forty-seven episodes, and but the animation, the animation just is excellent. Yes, I agree. No, one hundred percent. So we get to the next scene, and we have uh, the turtles in the sewer, and Mikey has a pan pizza. You, you know what a pan pizza is, right? Oh, is this pan pizza? It's a pizza that's made in the pan. So you know, you know those like deep dish pizzas. Uh huh. Like and because uh, usually uh, uh Pizza Hut's like known for it. Uh huh. Right, right, and and but the, the, you know it's they call it a pan pizza because it was it's baked in a pan. Uh 
Uh-huh. And which is funny because I actually had this discussion with one of my friends on like Facebook not too long ago, and she didn't know that pan pizzas got that name because it was baked in a pan. And I was like, I was like, where'd you think the pan came from? She was like, oh, I thought it was just like, yeah, it's just like I didn't, I didn't think about it. It's like, no, you bake it in a pan, uh, like you know, that's how you get that that deep uh, uh, crust and everything. But I thought uh, I thought it was just cool, like Mikey with the pan, because we never seen we we seen too many of like just the flat like hand toss. That that the hand toss is like you know the most popular one. That's the one that we make whenever we. Uh, yeah. We we eat pizza, you know. We just you know you you take like the thing, you you put it like you know it, it goes on a plate. So it was nice seeing a different variety of pizza. <laughs> but uh, I love that he he had those red oven uh, meats. Right. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Uh, that was good. Uh, now, did you notice the TV? I uh, I, I, I want to see if you caught what I wrote down about the TV actually. TV, uh, it was a new kind of TV? No. no, the TV's in color. Oh, yes. The TV, because, like, you know, we've had this thing, like, do they have a black and white TV? Do they have a color TV? Today they have a color TV. Yes. And they're and watching, like, a Western. Yes, yes, they're watching a Western, and, like, if you notice it in this episode, like, everything about their house is, like, Remodel and renew. <laughs> Did you pay attention? Like, uh, like a splinter room. We got a big, we got a big shot of like Splinter's room, but like we never seen, like, uh, when we see his like his his room, we see like walls that we never seen before. Yeah. We, we he yeah, he has like these like uh these folding uh Japanese like uh what do you call it like shade or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what you call that, but like. Like the, the, the typical something for the Jap uh, the Japanese. Uh, he is on his. We've seen that uh, that carpet he's on. And by the way, that that carpet that he's on, uh, actually you that actually comes with the latest action figure for Splinter and Baxter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought I thought that was a really cool addition. Because before he 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 was only. Uh, he only had a carpet in in right. a sewer. Right, right, right. Yeah, yes. Before he only had a carpet in With a sewer. Some... Now, now he has a decorated room. Yes, yes. And, and, and like this, like. Because he didn't he even had like those Japanese lights. Right. Exactly. Lights. Yeah, the lanterns. Yes. No, I, I agree. Yes, yes. We got like a good view of his room, which is like nice because like you know it's always been. You're right. Every time we've seen him, it's always been he's been on that carpet, that same carpet, and just in a. Boring wall, boring sewer wall. And the other thing that their couch was only fit for three turtles. Their couch has always been only fit for three turtles. Yes, but they don't have a seat or something that the other turtles wear. The other turtle, what the other turtle has to do? <laughs> they they have another like one seat couch, like another one seat sofa. At least in this. In this one, I don't in think we saw shot, it. In this shot, we didn't see it. In this shot, we didn't see it. But, we, but the, because they have, like, they have the three-seat sofa, and then they have, like, the one that's by itself. Uh-huh. Usually, Splinter is on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, that, all right. It'll, I want to bring this up. All right. So, there is a total of five people in this family. And, like, you know, like, the, the people who did, like, the layout designs know that there's four turtles and Splinter. 
Yeah. Like, why did they never, like, why, instead of making a single, like, couch, like, a, a single seat, why didn't they make it a, into a love seat? Like, so, like, you know, like, so two people can sit there? Like. I don't know, maybe yeah. they wanted to keep a splendor, like. How standing? Yeah. More respectful. I guess so. Like, I don't know. It, 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 it's always, like, it's odd. That, like, they never, like, whoever, like, did this layout never thought about, like, just putting, like, putting it, like, where everyone can sit down. And, like, because, like, because we have, like, awkward, like, you know, there's, like, awkward scenes where, like, someone's sitting on the floor or someone's standing up while the rest of them are sitting down. Uh, like, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those awkward things. At this point, this episode is showing that, like, Mikey doesn't want to watch this Western thing. He wants to change the channel. And even though he's the only one who wants to change the channel, like, at one point, Leonardo is like, oh, we're arguing because we don't know what to watch. And, like, I, I, I thought that was kind of weird of Leonardo to say that. He, he couldn't say, like, oh, Mikey wanted to change the channel. We were all comfortable, good on watching this Western. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I guess Leonardo just... Didn't want to throw all the blame on Mikey. But the funny thing I thought was when the Channel 6 news broadcast came on to interrupt the show, they came out and they're, sorry, buckaroos, we got to interrupt this program. I'm like, wait, like, I can tell you one thing right now. Whenever I'm watching anything on TV, no, the announcer... That's it, like, that's, that's telling me that we have to interrupt this program. Never tries to interrupt the program, like, whatever TV program is on. <laughs> like, it's always like, uh, we have breaking news, sorry to interrupt your regularly scheduled program. But I've never, I've never seen it, never. Has, uh, I've watched, like, some Western thing, and someone goes, sorry, Peckaroos, or, like, I watch like Star Trek or something like that, and they have to interrupt it. And like, sorry, space Ace, we gotta go come back to Earth and um and have for some breaking news. <laughs> now I will say this, I will say this about our affiliate here in Atlanta. Every time it interrupts Judge Judy, like it does, like it points out to say we're sorry to stop Judge Judy. Like it, it's like we know you're here for Judge Judy, but hold on. We got something. I mean, they, they make sure they know that you know, like, oh, 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 Judge Judy's come back, guys. Judge Judy's come back. I promise you. Like. So when uh, when they were fighting for changing the channel. Yeah. The TV was uh st- the TV was stuck on the cowboy. Uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stuck on that cowboy image. Yes, and there was it wasn't moving. Then right. suddenly we saw that. Uh, that uh, suddenly we saw like them interrupt the the thing to like for the special bulletin. And like you know, that's that's when that's when Dante reveals to us on like the how the origins of the mutagen, <laughs> and it's like I don't know, it, it is kind of weird that Donatello would like know that. Yes, it was. I, I thought it was like very lazy that they said that. Oh, Donatello knows this. Now after this scene, you know, we go back into the Technodrome, and like as Krang is mad. Be, that uh, that Roxanne Bebop like messed up uh, with the mutagen. He was like, "Oh, we need more mutagen." 
they don't really explain why they need more mutagen because every other episode in this season has been about the technodrome trying to get the technodrome back into the surface uh-huh. and this episode krang is like so concerned about getting the mutagen like for some reason like he says he want to back up for um, for, for roxanne and bebop yes for making more mutagen mutant. oh yeah okay 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 no you're you're right about that and okay okay i can see that i can definitely see that as the as the reason why they need to do that now this episode has shredder pulling on rocksteady bebop's ears a lot Yes, yes. I mean, he is constantly, in, through, it is throughout this episode, he's constantly pulling the ears. Poor Bebop Hendrickson. I know, exactly. Ro- Roxanne even says, like, his ears are sensitive. Then we get to the next scene, where we have April starting to do, like, the report for the actual uh, mutagen. Yeah, yeah, for the train crash and, and the mutagen. And... April, like, has her, has a camera, she's, like, filming, like, she's a reporter, she shouldn't be filming anything, I mean, if she has the van out there, like, like, seriously, <laughs> what, new, what new station has, like, someone drive a van, um, with all that equipment and only have one, just one person, just the, the reporter? <laughs> it's one of those companies that they do... Like, one person do everything from driving to reporting to... He, she probably, like, edited videos, too. <laughs> probably. We, she probably does edit videos. We've seen her in the editing room. She know, we know, so we know we, she can edit videos. <laughs> and then... And then, so, while she's there, Vernon comes... He drives in the... Do you remember the... We saw, like, uh, April's, like, motorcycle, the Channel 6 motorcycle? Yes. From last episode? Yes, yes. We see it now with uh, Vernon driving it. Yes. And uh, I really think, at this point, I really think they were trying to make this into a toy, and they just never made it. <laughs> like, they probably they probably was like, oh, I don't think... Because it would have been an accessory for April, and I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, no, this... Like, because they did make the news van for April for, as a toy. Oh, they, really? Yeah, yeah, and just, like, a lot of it was just the, the turtle van, just repainted. Oh. But, but, uh, Vernon comes in, and he... He takes like April's camera, and like, and then he was like, "I'm gonna get the top story," and I still do not know what Vernon's job is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, and then I, and I'm gonna get into his position like later because this is gonna come up again, and but still do not know what it is. So at this point. Now we're seeing the cows, they're drinking the ooze. And all of a sudden, like, because the cows are drinking the ooze, all of a sudden, like, they get to, like, combine with each other. Oh, uh, right. Two of them combine. Two of them combine into... Just, uh-huh. Right. Two of them combine into one, like, mutant cow. And this is actually what uh, Old Man uh, Winters uh, had to write uh, about that. He said, I think this is the first episode we learn Mugent Ooze can have some bizarre effects beyond the exposed party-taking aspects of the creature it was most recently in the physical contact with. 
it it is surprising that there exists on the turtles earth sufficient chemicals that can combine to create mutant ooze the pilot season set it up mutant ooze was something unique in dimension x so yeah he has the same thought of us where like you know the ooze really should be from dimension x so it shouldn't be something yes. that earth should have yes and like if earth does have it how come no one else on earth ever like discovered it like how, how did like um how come we don't have so many mutants right right exactly yeah i mean and, i mean freaking like it's blue and yellow chemicals making green a green chemical i mean you know like you're telling me no one. You tell me like no one in no one in science class ever described. Hey, let me try and put these things together. I mean, you know that that's like one of the simple experiments you can do. I mean, I don't know what these chemicals are. These like you know these probably are like insane in chemicals that you don't want in science class. But <laughs> but yeah. So so we we're seeing the cows that combine together to make this big mutagen. Uh, monster, and then at one point, the the mute the mean bull, his two front legs combined into one leg. And this is why I want to talk to you about it, because you're an animator. If you like, how would you, how how would you uh, try to animate like a creature with like three legs? Because I know, I know, I know an odd number is harder than a even number. Because I know, I know even number you have the, the balance and everything. Uh, you mean how he can move? Like, like I, I would say, like how would you animate it to make him move? I mean, I mean, and, and the show does a good way to do it because you kind of see him kind of hopping. Like, uh, uh, I use the 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 the. The two leg at the back, You're right? For like a stepping. Uh huh. And uh, the the leg uh, in the front, uh, I use it for like jumping. For like right. jumping, yes. like so you do exactly what the cartoon did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the only thing. And but like now, as an animator, like trying to do stuff, is that harder? Is that like, is that harder than to do if he had four legs? To be honest, I think I think no, because uh, when you want to do something unusual in animation, is easier because uh -huh. no one has an expectation from it. Gotcha. But when you want to do something like a real like cycle of walking or something, it's harder because if you do a small uh, mistakes, everyone notice because it's against the nature. Gotcha. That's what I think. Gotcha. So, so maybe that's why they gave. So maybe that's why the animators gave him like three legs for like a while, because it's not throughout. The, like, it's not like throughout the whole episode he has three legs, because he eventually gets four legs again. Uh, but, um, I think they just wanted to play with the, um, uh, with uh, with this feature that uh, everything is kind of like mixing and mixing in, mixing out. Yeah, probably. And I think you're right. I, I think you're definitely right about that. Uh, at, at Larry Last Ronin, he wrote, I probably watched I probably watched it around 10 times before I realized the first mutagen monster had three legs. My child eyes just corrected it for me. My older sister explained um, what the monster and a half joke meant. And, like, yeah, towards the end, uh, 
when, um, like rough on, like uh, when the, because at one point the bulls uh, they separate and then they come then then they combine together, um, and then, uh, uh, Donatello Donatello like tells Raphael, oh, it's more like a monster and a half. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I thought I thought I, I thought I thought giving the bull like three legs it was a really interesting choice. I personally I thought it was gonna be harder to animate with three legs. Uh, but but what you said actually does make sense because you can cheat a lot more if it's not natural because yeah, people yeah. accept it more. Yes. Yes. Right. So. But do you agree that the background in this episode are like very neat? Yes, they're real. Yes, the background in this episodes are really neat, and it, it was good because we actually got like new backgrounds. Yes, because they're like full of details, and it shows that there was so much study behind it. Right. Exactly. So at this point, Shredder comes up, and he like, and then he starts seeing the monster, and then Shredder says something. That, like, is totally left field, and I felt like I didn't, I didn't know, like, what the, what the point was, and it didn't really pay off anywhere. But at one point, he says, I'm going to use this monster, uh, to get, um, to get, uh, my revenge on the turtles and Krang. Yes, yes, I wrote that, because he said that I, I, I can destroy, uh... Turtles and the crank. And crank, yeah. And I was just like, and like, like all of a sudden, like it's like, okay, he wants to. I mean, and I, I understand with uh with with Shredder and Krang, like you know they they both want to be the boss. Be be the boss. I understand that. Uh, but I just felt it was like so left field of like Shredder just be like, oh, I'm gonna use this, uh, to to take over Krang, because especially like. The way, the way that they talk to each other, like, you can definitely tell, like, the way, like, Shredder feels that he's superior to Krang, and Krang feels that he's superior to Shredder. Yes. And so, that's why I felt like it was just, like, like, I, I don't know why the writers added this in, and there's no, oh, and I'm gonna get to the second part of this, but, like, in, but it, it never... This, like, never, like, pays off, and it, it, it's not like this is, like, oh, we need some time to fill. Let's let's put this plot in there. It was more of, like, I don't, like, I just felt like the writers, I felt like the writers didn't know the characters, like, the, 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 Shred, the Shredder and Krang relationship well enough. Yes. Because. It was definitely something new that. Yeah, it, yeah, it, this was definitely something new. Uh, it, as I said, there's a power struggle between Shredder and Krang. There's always been, and there all there's always going to be a power struggle uh, between the two. I mean, you know, and because they're they're both villains, and that's what that's like that's that's like part of their weakness as a, as villains. Yes. Uh, but but we never had we always had the competition that we want to destroy Splinter and the Turtles. We never had that. Okay, now we want to destroy Krang too. Right, right, exactly, yeah, and I, because I, throughout the series, I never felt that Shredder ever wants to destroy Krang. I felt like he wants to. I felt like you know he feels that he's superior to Krang, and that he wants to like, if he said something like, oh, 
like, oh, I can have this, I can use this monster to have Crane do stuff for me, or, like, just something like that. Yeah. It would make more sense, because I don't think Shredder would ever want to, like, sh- like, Shred- Shredder's not a person who wants to destroy Crane. Like, I never felt that way. Yes, it, it was weird, because I, I, I even wrote that, I wanted to say, oh, um, is this the new thing? I right. Need to destroy yeah, yeah. Crank? Right, right, exactly. No, I, I definitely agree. And like I said, it, uh, we're going to bring it up uh, later on to this episode because it gets it gets kind of brought up again. Shredder has this awesome line, though, when he tries to confront the mutagen monster. And he goes, like, he, he says something in the vein of, like, uh, I, you are in my control. Uh, I am a man, and, like, man overpowers beast. <laughs> and like I, I, I liked how Shredder has this confidence <laughs> of like, you know, it's like, oh, I can't control you, you can't control me. Yes. And and then like the mutagen monster obviously has no control, <laughs> and like he just and like he starts going after and then like and then like we see Shredder running away with Roxanne Bebop uh from the from the monster. And there's a uh, there's a scene that uh, Bebo and Rocksteady they're um, they're like uh, escaping and uh, is Rocksteady called Mama? Yes, actually, uh, uh, Bebop. Bebop says Mama. Uh-huh. All right, because I wrote that down. Uh, this is actually what Michael had to write about. Um, uh, he Michael wrote. They love the Mama soundbite from Bebop on this show. It gets used all uh, all the time. So okay. Because this is not our first time we heard Bebop shout "Mama," <laughs> and I'm gonna say this: this is not the first. This is also not the first time when Bebop's voiced by Greg Berg, and we heard this soundbite of "Mama," because here's the deal. I mentioned this in the last podcast, in the last episode, and I believe it was the one where Bebop was. Sh- fishing or something like that but it was another episode where greg berg takes over as barry gordon as bebop and rocks and bebop and uh donatello uh-huh. and we oh, hear so you're saying that the mama uh is an archive thing yes i think mama mama is an arc is an archive i thought oh yeah 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 it's like and this is like barry gordon art because it sounds like him there's no way that greg bird would is able to like if he's able to match that that's like that is impressive because that sounds just like and like so like I believe like so and this is not the last time we're gonna hear this because we hear Bebop say this uh line a lot. I was actually really happy in the twenty twelve like uh when Roxanne and Bebop like uh like work for the original Shrank Crane and Shredder, uh Bebop has a has has a line where he goes, Mama, like, <laughs> like he doesn't say it like this, but like he has this big deal about Mama, and I I thought like that was an homage to, uh, to that. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, something else. Uh, Michael writes, and like, which is crazy to me. He says, "This is nitpicky, but the number of horns on the bull seems to fluctuate this whole episode." Uh, from as few as 26 and as many as 34. All right, Michael, if you counted, like, that's <laughs> impressive because here's the deal. 
I'm pretty sure the animators did not count how many <laughs> horns they put on the bull. I'm pretty sure the animators like, ah, oh, let's just put it in there. Like, I'm pretty sure they didn't, like, nowhere know in there, in their art, uh... But I love how Michael pay attention to yes, details. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I definitely, definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, so at this point we're seeing, uh, we're seeing the turtles, they, they get, um, they try to... Uh, they, they use their grappling hooks to grab onto the bull, and they try to, like, weird, uh, ride him, and we see, like, the turtles is kind of, like, <laughs> trying to control him, and, like, the, uh, the mutant bull totally throws him off the back, and, like, because even, like, Leonardo takes his sword and tries to uh, use the sword as a spur to calm him down. Oh, and- I, I wanted to ask. I thought, uh, for a minute, I was like, uh, does Leonardo want to hit the buffalo? It does, it does No, because, alright, so... Um, so cowboys, you know, uh, I don't know if you ever seen, like, cowboy boots, but they have, like, these spikes on the, on the end of it, and it was there to, like, calm, like, the horse or the, uh, the bull, whatever they're riding, it's there to be like, okay, we need to just lie down, okay, and it's just, like... Yes, how they communicate with the animal. Right, 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 exactly. Uh, I'm, I think now they don't do that kind of stuff. I think, I think it's like not humane anymore. Uh-huh. Um, but that's how, that's how it was. And so that's what Leonardo was, he, Leonardo was using his, uh, sword as a spur. Because uh-huh. that's what those spike things are called. They're called spurs. Uh-huh. And, uh, he was just trying to calm it down. It fails. And then like, Leo. Oh, uh, Leo's like, all right. What did we learn from uh, from this lesson? Like, you know, at first it was your fault, Leo. Uh, like, you know, the the other turtle did not try to stab the animal. The, the animal. And uh, and then uh, uh, Raphael. Raphael says, uh, "Never ride a uh, never ride a monster without a seatbelt." Even though they they ride the van without the seatbelt. Exactly. Even though they ride the van without the seatbelt. Right. Exactly. So. So like, um, did you like that they put the the sound effect of the animal was like like the real sound effect? It wasn't like um, because anyway it was a mutated uh, right uh, creature. They could like. Put the funny or like, like they could put like some like something like Godzilla or something like that, or even like a talking, uh, making oh. like a talking character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have made him talking character. No, I like that they kept this like a real animal. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think by this point the, by this point the 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 bull splits into like two bulls, uh-huh. and all right. Here's the fun. Here's the the weird thing for me. Uh, so when the bull like splits into two. One has three legs, and the other one has, like, four legs. Oh, really? I yeah. Pay attention to yeah, that. yeah. Um, that, that, that happens, and because at one point, and I don't, maybe the animators did this so they can, like, keep track of which one was which. Maybe. Because at one point, they both surround April, and, like, I mean, I'm, for a team that can't keep the, the headband colors correctly... On the turtles, they're doing a good job on keep making sure these bull, like you know, like you know, horns. Yeah, oh, except for the horns. I mean, obviously they didn't, like you know, they didn't, they didn't count the horns, but like they're making sure, like you know, that one bull has three legs and the other one has like two, uh, four legs. Like you know, they're not like 
mixing them up. That's cool. I I didn't pay attention to like that scene. Oh, uh, you didn't. Yeah, but yeah, because like at one point they're they they surround April, then like Leonardo throws his uh, sword to hit the steel pipes down and. Uh, because of that, her camera breaks, and so she had to go back into Channel 6. The ball was kind of like, um, some parts I felt like he's more like a dog than <laughs> his face. Uh, probably. They're probably, you know, it's probably what they're trying to uh, go with or something like that. They're like, you know, they're, they're obviously trying to go for an animal. Um, so at this point, April's back in... April's back in Channel 6, and she she needs to get a new uh, video camera it, because, you know, hers broke. Uh, and and then uh, she, asks, she asks Irma if, like, Vernon is in, and she's like, yes, Vernon is in his uh, office. Now, here, here we go. I, I'm, I'm going back to what exactly Vernon is in this series. Because last time we've seen Vernon with the office, it said director. This episode, the office door says editor. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, it's like editor. Like, so what exactly is Vernon? <laughs> like, what is his official title? We, I know we, I asked this so many times. But I still, we still don't know. And like, and the thing is like, whatever it is, he must not like it because he wants April's job. <laughs> like, like, like whatever it is, I, I think he just wants, I think he, I think like, you know, his, he keeps jumping around from background person to background person that he just really wants to be like an anchor like 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 april she wants to be a reporter like april and like his face gets to be seen but before before this uh um there was a there was one scene that sugar saved bebop and rocksteady from the one of the wagons of the oh yes 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 and uh bebop rocksteady had to like uh push up and down the uh, the oh gosh, um, I, I always call it like a like a seesaw, uh, kind of thing. It's like like uh, you see it in like the railroads, and they 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 pump it up, and that's how like each side has to pump it, and that's how you move it. Yes, but they they were inside like a wagon, and um. Uh, oh oh oh! They're in the train, yeah. and April was there with them. Yes, and then yeah yeah, and then a the... Roxanne, uh, uh, Shredder breaks it breaks a hole open, and he grabs them. Yes. Yeah. I I thought it was cool that he saved them. Like... Yes, no, I agree. I, I I thought I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool that he saved them. Uh, something else. Uh, something else. I thought it was kind of weird. Was at one point the two bulls like combined back to each other, uh-huh. and when they combined back to each other, it went back to four legs, like, <laughs> like, but like it, it, it really was like oh, has like you know it was like three legs, four legs, and then back like, like I mean I at least they didn't try to like give it six legs or something like that, but I think some parts maybe they. Mm. 
it was their mistakes. Oh. Uh, Mixing between three or four. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not... I'm not too exactly sure, uh, but... You know, they just kept, uh... They just kept, like, like you know, just rearranging the bowl. Yes. But there was, like, so many cool scenes, like, the the parts that uh, Shredder, like, uh, cut down the, uh, the rope. Oh, yeah, the, the crane that uh, Dante was using to grab the bowl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of cool action scenes. In this. There is a lot of cool action scenes in this episode, I will say. Um, so, at one point... Um, Back to the office. Now, now you're in the office. Oh uh, yeah, I was actually past the office now. I was gonna go back to the sewer. No, because I I have a question. About oh oh the oh, l- l- let's go to the office. Okay. What what was the story of the warm milk? Oh okay. Oh the warm milk. I forgot about this. Okay, because like uh because like uh, Irma was saying like oh he's scared or something like that because you know he had the he uh Vernon like saw the the cows mutate in front of him, uh, and then so. April, like, to give him a hard time, because, you know, that's what April loves to do to Vernon, give him a hard time. Uh, she was like, oh, you know what? I'll give him a glass of warm milk. That always calms me down. And he freaks out because, you know, cows make milk. Uh-huh. The milk comes from a cow. Oh, okay. And like, so I'm... he's like, oh my god, no! Milk! Mutant cow! And he freaks out about that. And it's, like, totally off-screen. Because, like, like, yeah, we, we... During this whole time, we don't actually see Vernon. Like, we just... We just see the door. Yes, I thought that there's a story behind it, but, okay. Okay, yeah. now I get it. Yeah, and actually, speaking of, like, cows, at one point, um... Like, because they meet up with Splinter in the, um... In the sewer, and, like, sp- like uh... Again, we get a shot of Splinter's room as, like... We see all four turtles in his room, uh-huh. and and Splinter like Splinter was telling him like, oh, oh, you have to start thinking like the animal. And Mikey was like, so I have to think like a cow. Uh, Mikey also like makes a other like. Uh, there's a lot of cow jokes in this episode. At one point, he does say like cowabunga, emphasis on cow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now we're now we're in the second drum and. Now we're bringing now now we're gonna bring back up, uh, Shredder like Shredder's like oh, we're gonna destroy I'm gonna use the mutant to destroy Krang, uh so, and because like this is how they kind of like resolve this, so we get into Technodrome and um, Krang has a new device like he just happened to like make. I guess, like, he just made this, like, you know, while, while everyone else was, like, you know, just, um... Busy. Busy. Like, he was like, oh, you know what? There, there's a mutant bull out there. Okay, you know, I'm gonna make this new electronic nose ring. And, and then, and then he gave, he gives a Shredder a remote for it. And I was like, okay, oh, you put this around his nose. And... And then uh, you can control him uh, with this uh, r- remote. And actually, Old Man Winters had to say uh, this about his device. Also on random technology alert radar, 
is Krang's receptor ring and control device uh, is a new model of my control collar that Shredder happened to have lying around and Catwoman from Channel 6. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot I forgot about the cat collar. It's kind of like the same concept where yes um where they where they actually had it like where uh they can control the mean now d- so crane gives the remote to shredder and then so to resolve to to resolve the plot that the writers the random plot that the writers gave uh to to us were like oh shredder's like hey uh i can use this mute to destroy crane their, res- their resolution was by the way, Shredder, I have another remote. It's more powerful than it overrides your remote. It's also more powerful than yours because it also controls the TV, the VCR, and the stereo. <laughs> Obviously, that last part is to make a fun. joke and to make fun. But like, so, like, but the the thing is like, their resolution for this whole like Shredder's like I'm gonna use the I'm going to use this mutant to destroy Krang is, hey, I have a better, I made a better remote for myself, so don't think about it. And then, and then nothing happens between that. Like, we never, like, uh, I, don't, I don't think we see Krang again for the rest of the episode. Also, at no point, Krang needs to use the remote. Yes, like this kind of stuff happened in Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like we had this gap uh, thing in the other stories too that they suddenly mentioned something, but we never follow up on that. It's just a weird thing. I really felt like, I really felt like they just they brought it up, but they didn't really do anything to follow up follow it up with, and I thought it was just unnecessary. Like, I don't, like, to be honest, like, this whole, this whole, like, uh, Krang, this whole, like, Shredder wants to destroy Krang, uh, subplot, uh, was not, it was not, like, strong enough. It it was not strong enough. And, like, now, with Krang with the more powerful remote, to be honest, makes sense, because it is Krang, and both of them feel like they have the power struggle. That one of them has to one up each other. Mm-hmm. That felt more like, like I said, if the, if he, if they just change his line to something like, oh, I can use this to have Crane do my bidding or something like that, I would accept it more, because that's more in character of Shredder. Yes. Yeah. That. Uh. So. Uh. But yeah. That, but this is how. This is like so. That's pretty much the end of uh Shredder and Crane's uh power struggle in this episode and like you know it's the like the unnecessary um yeah yeah the unnecessary controller that for the unnecessary plot of shredder trying to uh double cross crane like you know um now but for the for that uh controller thing not the controller that thing that they uh they had for the to put on the nose of the yeah 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 the nose ring yes the nose ring there was a uh, there was a joke that Bebop was um, using it as a hula hoop yes hula yes hoop. yes <laughs> no, no I, I like that oh uh, uh, I like that too that, that that's one something for the kids now now the next thing we see is we see April driving in the 
in the news van. She's trying to like you know uh, find the find the mutant so she can get more footage uh, for the mutant because like. You know, April throughout this whole episode is just sitting in the back with her camera in the most dangerous places. Like, and, and she can't, like, help or anything. She's just, like, just sitting in the back. Just risking her life. Risking her life so she could get a news story that even, like, her uh, rival in the news station doesn't want to do this. <laughs> but she's in the van and... She's uh, watching TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's watching TV. Okay, kids, don't watch TV and drive and drive a van. That's a bad practice. But did you see like the the channel six symbol in like the in the TV? Because that has to be channel six. There's no way there she's in a channel six van and she's watching a competitor news network. <laughs> That's what I was, the symbol was different. I thought that this another channel or something. Right. Exactly. Because like. It looks almost like an eye or something. I mean, it's supposed to be a six, but the channel six six is a red, and this is like blue, and it's like zoomed in. That like, <laughs> it's like oh, such a weird like. I don't know who designed that. Maybe the maybe the storyboard the way they put it the animator didn't get it. <laughs> right, that, you're you're probably right. It could have been one of those things, like, so they, they drew it really fast on the storyboard, and the animator probably saw it and didn't know what it was. And, like, and they just thought it was a weird eye thing. You could be, you, I, I think you, you're onto something there. <laughs> I think that they, they, the super white and wasn't there, and I was like, okay, just, just draw it. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, we have the turtles, they're in the turtle van. Uh, Dantel's not with them because Dantel and Splinter have this, uh, plan to, uh, to go to the, uh, college, to some college, like, uh, like that Dantel has access to, to make it Atom Smasher to, so, uh, they can, like, get the atoms, uh, back to normal for, uh, for this mutant. But when we get to the turtle van, the turtle van seats... Three in the front. Yes. Right. It's like three of them, all comfortable in there. Like, you know, the, so I, I'm just saying, like, when NECA releases, like, their turtle van, like, we, we need, like, a, we need a way to, like, just seat four of them just in the front. Just, just, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, to be honest, we shouldn't, uh, I don't, I don't want to know. For some I'm, reason, they just want the three of the turtles to be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want the three to, yeah. They definitely want the three turtles to be together. They don't want one in the back. I mean, it, to be honest, for layout-wise, it makes sense. Because then you don't have that awkwardness like, oh, who's going to be back? How, how does the person sit in the back? Like, like it makes sense to put them all three in the same, in the, in the same row. It's just... It's just like, logically, if you can't do that... Like, lo lo logically, like, if you can have, like, if you can have, like, two sit comfortable in the front, like, you know, like, putting a third one in there is not going to help. So, uh, at, uh, 16 minutes and 15, uh, seconds. Uh huh? 
I have a question. There is a uh, because I just saw it. Um, there's a scene that uh, April is driving, and we saw a view of uh, trees. Yeah. But it looks like. Oh, because the mutant ate those. The 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 bull ate those trees. Oh. And she's using that. Uh, you know. Okay. So speaking of this, because she's driving down, and she's saying like, oh. There's no one in the streets. I've never seen um, the streets so empty before. And both Old Man Winters and Michael wrote something in that nature. That I mean, because I also wrote about it too. Is that um, literally, literally every TMT episode streets are are empty. Because of for the animator, so they don't have to like animate people there. <laughs> That's exactly. And like they're really pointing out, oh, oh hey kids, they're empty this time because of the mutant. The other times we'll we'll find uh, excuses for that for those other times, <laughs> but this time it's because of the mutant. It's because of the mutant. We swear we have excuses why these um these streets are empty. It's funny because. Uh, this was, I was like, who bought these trees? Uh, for a second, I thought that they wanted to show the buildings behind the trees, and then it was... <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, she was using that to track down the animal, because, you know, it, April doesn't have, like, a GPS system like Don, Don, Don Tell does. <laughs> so, this actually, so this is when we find out that the bull is in the china shop. It's our very cliche and they even mentioned how cliche it is of like oh it's a bull in a dinosaur in a china shop because like you know because bulls are so like you know we saw it in the movie ferdinand yes i actually i actually wrote oh is it a reference to that uh uh i so i don't know if it i don't know if it originated from the original story of uh ferdinand uh-huh. um but like there, but it, it's a but it, it it's saying because, you know, a bull goes in there and it's going to wreck everything. Uh-huh. Because they're, they're so uh, uncontrollable. Now, I'm going to say this about the china shop. What kind of china shop just stacks the dishes that high? <laughs> like, I mean, this is like a, a warehouse. Because, like, uh, the, the ceilings are, like, insanely high for a shop. And then the, just all the plates, all the, the plates are like, you know, like they're taller than the actual mutant monster. <laughs> and I mean, like, I don't, I don't know who decided that like, oh, like in this shop, it was like, mm, this, is how, this is how we're going to put all these delicate, It looks more breakable... like a kitchen of a yes. dormitory or something. Right, 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 right. It looks, it looks like a kitchen for like a, like... Like a restaurant or something like that, where like these plates are expendable and they're cheap, <laughs> like not like, <laughs> like, you know, if it was a real china shop, like you know, they, they would be like individually wrapped and they wouldn't be stacked up all like that, like you know, like if if they were out, they would be in display in nice displays for people to see, not, not like the way that they had it in this episode. And his name was Dish City. Yes. Yes, the China shop was called Dish City. Because, you know, they, they just have uh, dishes. And it's a city. <laughs> All right. 
so something I did, something else I wrote was at one point, uh, Raphael says, where's the beef? And do you know what, what that, um, is from? No. All right. So in the eighties, there was a, uh, Wendy's commercial, you know, the, the Wendy's restaurant. Uh-huh. There, it was a Wendy's commercial, and it was famous um, because of the saying, where's the beef? Eh? Yes. Uh, like, uh, the, it, it was just, it was one of those, it was one of those uh, commercial, like, lines that, like, people were, sh- were like, repeating uh, everywhere. Because, like, you know, they're trying to say, Wendy's was just trying to say, oh, our hamburgers are thicker than uh, everyone else's uh, uh, hamburgers. And... It's something I'll never forget. One time my uh, my dad actually went into Wendy's. And he ordered a hamburger. <laughs> and he said, where's the beef? He did. Because... <laughs> I can't see your dad do that. Yeah. Because what happened was they forgot to put the beef in the hamburger. And so he... Uh, it was he just was, a bun. It was just a bun. And like, <laughs> and like, like they forgot the beef. And like he was like... <laughs> he was like, he was like, where's the beef? And like, oh he to, and like everyone, everyone who was working there was shouting, where's the beef? If it was, if it was these days, uh, your probably your dad would be viral. Oh my god, yes, my dad. Oh my god, my dad would have been so viral <laughs> during that time. I mean, oh gosh, if if cell phones were out, I mean, people would be recording him, just shouting. <laughs> the beef and then you because like i said everyone everyone in the kitchen was trying to like oh where's the beef because like it was a big joke and like obviously like my dad was the one who started because obviously my dad is like repeating the line from the the commercial you know like you know even though he's a foreigner he was here long enough to know about this commercial oh it's like oh it was like it was like one of the funniest moments and like it was so memorable you know another fast food uh Funny story about my dad that I'll never forget either. Uh, my my dad was really bad about speeding. Just like like he 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 just he was always like speed. I know you. This is like so hard for you to believe because now like do you see them drive and you see him like drive like an old man like he's he, no I believe he still do that. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he still speeds. Not speed, but. Do some stuff that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, no. He still does reckless stuff. He does. He. I'll say he still does reckless stuff. <laughs> so and like, uh, because my dad is my dad is also Middle Easterner. Uh, Middle Easterners when they move to this country, they are required to like own businesses. It, it's just what happens. Uh, like you know, you move to the country, you own a business. Like I don't know. I don't know why. Um, and like, you know, everyone kept, everyone kept making fun of me, making fun of my dad because they, because they compared him to Apu from The Simpsons and I had to smile and like, yep, that ha- that's what happened. <laughs> like, oh, um, but he used to put the money from his cash registers into like Taco Bell takeout bags. Oh. Yeah. And I, 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 like that was just the way he did it. And so, he, so he got pulled over. He, uh, he, uh, he got pulled over and, uh, because he was speeding and, uh, um, 
Like, he was like... He was like, yeah, given the license and everything. And then all of a sudden, like, the police... Saw the bag. Saw the bag of money. And uh, he responded with, No wonder you eat! Because <laughs> he sees this Taco Bell bag just full of money! <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh. <laughs> Alright, getting back into the episode, because I that had nothing to do with anything in here. Um, we have to tell you that to write a book about these fast food stories. I know, I do. 100% I do. Uh, I also wrote about this uh, at one point in the episode, because um, we see the turtles for some reason, they don't want to use the turtle van anymore, because they literally park it. And and we see the three turtles they get on the cheapskate, and they have like some like rope, like they're gonna like, like almost like they're gonna like they're they're using like the the cheapskate like as like a a horse or something like that, like because like I we think to like um to change uh to turn or something. Right, right, exactly. But like it, it was just weird to me because like. We we've seen the cheapskate and like we've seen them like you know like riding like skateboards like as they should. I think they're just uh, pushing it as a toy. Uh, probably, but I mean, I mean, it's already it's, the toy didn't come with any rope in, on it. But I don't know. Maybe they're they're trying to teach kids. Hey, you want to put a rubber band in front of it and put it in, on the turtle's hands? I don't know. A new way to uh, use it. But uh, just but also like what they're doing with the turtle van is this out there? Is it out there, like, you know, I hope they didn't leave the keys in there. Hopefully, like, no one, like, st- stole the turtle van. Probably your dad is trying it. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. 100%. No, I think you're right. Um, so, um, you know, at, at this point, at this point, we got, like, you know, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop. Uh, they're, they're back there. They, they actually took control they they actually put like the nose ring on the on the bull and like they're like haha we got control of the um of the bull now and and then like the next scene is like we hear April shouting don't worry don't worry guys I'm I'm here to help you and we see April drive her van through the bush through the hedges and um, like, basically knock down Shredder. Lola. With, yeah, yes, yes, yes. She is driving, like, like Lola. From like, like, I mean, I mean, I just wrote, April bad driving. This is not the first instance of her bad driving, but, like, I mean, seriously, she just really just went, like, I'm gonna go kamikaze on the company van. And it, we just, I don't know, this whole, like, uh, thing to control the immune bull... Like, doesn't actually get really used as, like, as soon as they put it on, the bull goes into the college, and, the, and like, for Donatello and Splinter turns on the Atom Smasher, and then we see, like, all the, we see all, like, the, the cows, like, go back to normal. Yeah. And then, so, at this point, also, Mikey's in there with him, uh, because, like, you know, Mikey was, like, riding on top, and they're all worried about Mikey. Now... At the beginning of this episode, if you remember, Mikey did not want to watch the Western uh, movie. 
he was like, no, I'm totally against this. I want to watch something else. And then he, he even ruined his pizza on his protest <laughs> on watching the Western on Channel 6. Mikey comes out out of the Adam Smasher, and then he turns total cowboy. And he was like, what's going on, dudes and dudettes? I'm here to mosey on over on my cow right here. <laughs> like, I mean, he just told, like, unnecessarily. Like, because, like, this whole, so like... So the cowboys have, they have, like, a special uh, accent? They have, like, this weird American accent. <laughs> like, this weird, like, uh, we got a tough, tough, tough kind of thing. But, so, because of, like, because of this, like, forgotten thing from the beginning where Mikey didn't want to watch uh, these Western TV shows, all of a sudden, like, he turns around to almost kind of remind us, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, you know, because, let's be honest, how many people remembered that, oh, he didn't want to do this whole Western thing from the beginning, and then now he's, like, totally embracing it. <laughs> like so something in that Adam Smasher made him like okay you know what I want to watch this stuff like, oh he doesn't even say he wants to watch this stuff he just he just you know kind of just acts like it and it's, then it's like you don't want to watch a like a art show but when they give you brush and art and you start like messing around suddenly you're artists yeah, suddenly you're artists yeah um, so, one of the last things that happens is April gets licked by a cow, she, her hair gets all funny, and the turtles, like, laugh at her, uh, because of that. And then, now, I don't know if you noticed this, but while they're laughing, it goes into freeze frame. Like, so, uh, like, the last few seconds... It's just an image. It's just an image. It's like, it's almost like... They're like, oh man, like, we only have tw uh, twenty minutes or nineteen minutes and uh, forty seconds. All right, twenty seconds, just freeze it. We're not animating anymore. <laughs> we already did an awesome We're, job. Yeah, we already did an awesome job. Done. <laughs> like you know, like this is like one of our best animated episodes. We just stop it here. All right. We, we, we're, we did enough. We did enough. It really was. It's like, like, like they couldn't even like loop the laughter. Like one last time. It was five o'clock. They had to go. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. It was definitely five o'clock. They're like, all right, it's happy hour. We need to go. We are done. Uh, you know, we rang the bell. Like, you know, like the, the work that, <laughs> we are done. <laughs> Shift us to America. We're out of here. Uh, so something, uh, something funny that Old Man Winters actually pulled out, pointed out was that the image of them uh, laughing at the end uh -huh. uh, was actually used for a uh, for a don't say, um, say no to drugs. Ad. Eh? Yeah, like, uh, I, I, if only Winters didn't point that out, I wouldn't have known. Uh, but I mean, he gave a link to the to the ad. I'll make sure I, um, I put on uh, uh, Twitter for you guys so you guys can see it. I love all this uh, 
awesome people that give us this information. I know, exactly. It, uh, it, uh, 100%, um, exactly. No, I, I like that, uh, something Michael Wright, uh, writes, there's a picture or painting in the sewer layer that kind of looks like a garlic coat or onion or something, and that little plaque at the bottom reads, C-H-A-E-H, any clue what that is? I can't find anything on it, could be nothing, um, yeah, so when I read that, I was kind of like, I, I looked that up. Uh, I can't find anything on it. I think I think it's nothing. I think it's just random letters uh-huh. that just put on there. They're just like kind of like, oh, uh, I think it's just random letters they just put on there, and they're just like, oh, let's just put something, and just to fill it out. I don't I don't think it actually means anything. I know sometimes we see like stuff like we see like. Uh, the word like Walter Kubiak or Kubiak ever, and that's just he's like one of the producers mm-hmm. uh, of the show, so that's why his name's a lot. Uh, I think I think the C H A E H is just uh, it's just random letters. Uh, I I don't I don't think there's really any. I mean, cool cool uh, for what I didn't pay attention until he said something about it. Uh, but as I searched, I couldn't find anything on it. Uh, but if if you guys know, if anyone else is listening knows what it means, uh, you know, let us know. I don't think, I personally, I don't think it means anything. But that's a uh, pretty much, uh, that's pretty much uh, the, uh, this episode. Again, like, okay, for me, like, now I was just surprised at how many people like chimed in uh, this week about this episode because I really was like, I was like, oh, I'm sure like no one remembers what this episode was. Uh, but, so, I'm sorry, I guess, this, to me, is a very forgettable episode. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, there, I I don't imagine people are going to be asking for any action figures of, like, the mutant bull. Like, you know, like, and this, and this bull does not come back, uh, um, in the, in the show. It, it really was, I really felt like this is just one of those that... They're like, oh hey, we we need to fill something out. Not everything needs to be like an introduction or uh like or or with characters that we could further learn about. I think this was just uh we just need to put this in there and because we need to make forty seven episodes and uh I but I will say the anim like this was like one of the best animated episodes though. Yes, like, it was. Like, you know, like, the colors are great. Like, there wasn't that many mistakes. And it wasn't, like, uh, the characters were not deforming. Right, exactly, yeah. The characters weren't deforming. We got new backgrounds. Uh, like, you know, we, we just, like... We had some very cool shots, especially from Shredder. Right, right. Yeah, Shredder... I mean, Shredder was all one color. He didn't have, like, that white... Uh, mask sometimes he has because you know sometimes his mask is a different color from his helmet yes right yeah uh, I mean it's uh, to be honest it's just a shame that the, like a, such a well animated episode came on a really weak forgettable script like uh, I, that's that. to be honest that's pretty much my only complaint about this episode is that I wish I wish the people who animated this episode, like, animated, like, um, the, 
uh, another episode. Like, I mean, you know, like, you know, like, like a, the Baxter Stockman ep- episode, like, where he came back, or, you know, or even Casey Jones or something like that. Like, the where the animation was just a little subpar, where this one was just, just great. Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, is there anything else you wanted to uh, add about this episode? All right. Yeah. Special. Yeah. 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 Not nothing too special. Uh, thank you again to everyone who uh, wrote out and like tell us uh, about your opinions about this episode. That was actually really cool. Next week, we are going to be talking about the episode "Corporate Raiders from Dimension X." This is one of my favorite episodes, mainly because we get to see Casey Jones in a suit. In a business suit, and it is incredible. And this also has my very favorite line from Ninja Turtles of all time. And if, if you're listening to this, I want you guys to guess what line that is. Like, because uh, the, the, I'm pretty sure none of you guys will know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I know it? You know it. I have to think. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you have any opinions or uh, memories about this episode, or even questions, uh, be sure uh, to don't, don't reveal to the podcast. Don't reveal. Don't don't reveal what. what no, I want them to guess. Okay, after... <laughs> yeah, after we stop recording, well, you can you can tell me. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, be sure to contact us through Twitter at Turtle Recall Pod. Or uh, email uh, at turtlerecallpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, that's all we have. Enjoy the Super Bowl uh, this week. Hope your team wins. If your team doesn't win, sing Ninja Turtles. Yeah, sing Ninja Turtles and Viacom. Just, just, just put the Ninja Turtles in the stands again. Come on, just do that. You, you're airing it on your channel. Put, put the Ninja Turtles on the on the stands again. Just, 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 just make us happy. All right. Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.